What's up, everybody? It is your friendly neighborhood GM, Alex, and I am joined in this glorious basement by Paul. Say hello, Paul. Hi, friends. Not what I said to say. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, it's a busy week for us. Yeah, we got a lot going on. We uh, are dropping episode 15 of the Final Crusade. The Final Crusade. We just wrapped up our Starfinder quote-unquote one-shot. One <laughs> part five. Part five coming to you. <laughs> with now. Our, uh, our friends at the Not Presently Deceased podcast. Great folks. Go and check them out. Go listen to our Starfinder campaign. It's pretty exciting. But in addition to that, we have some more exciting news. What else is going on this week, Paul? Yeah. In addition to the collaboration we did with Not Presently Deceased, we're doing another collaboration where we're doing a Call of Cthulhu one-shot, and I will be making my debut as a... It's not a GM or a DM for that system. It's a keeper. It's a keeper. But I will be keeper for our Call of Cthulhu one-shot. And while this is my first time as the uh the keeper gmdm uh for this podcast i do have some experience with it so it should be a really good time i'm stoked i've already we already uh i played call of cthulhu with paul as a keeper before and it is an honest to goodness blast we're joined by our friends from uh, beholder to no one nikki and then two of the great members from the play quest podcast it's going to be a phenomenal time yeah, stay tuned for that. Should be dropping right around Halloween right time around Halloween. for the spooky factor. Oh, it's going to be spooky and terrifying, and I never do well with existential horror. <laughs> but we've kept you for long enough. Enjoy episode 15. What's up, podcasters? Today, we're going to find out if Nikki can develop a relationship that... <laughs> sorry. Are you just trying to... Are you, are you outlining like a shitty Netflix dating show? It's That's like... actually where it was going to go. We're going to build a relationship based on Tammy's last name. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, love and Is that it's like love is blind. I feel like <laughs> we might need to redo that intro to, well, or I guess when you go, you can do, welcome to Love and Luckums. <laughs> oh That's God. so cute. Featuring uh, our own Tammy Luckums. Tammy Luckums. <laughs> ah, I eat my own kind. <laughs> <laughs> and Nikki. Her skin looks dry. <laughs> it's really weird sound bites. And then you get to throw in some weird fork in the road that like clearly they wouldn't agree upon. It's like, I want to have kids someday. I eat kids. Oh, I don't know. And like, this is the interviews. It's like, I don't know if I can be with someone who eats kids. <laughs> but then they've managed to figure that out that he can be with be someone. might be a deal breaker. It might be a deal breaker. I'll just feed off of small forest creatures compromises can be found oh my god it's like twilight you're basically edward and i'm real glittery are you no what no i cast glitter dust 
get the permanency spell with glitter dust. Yeah, just right. <laughs> Burn a seventh level spell. <laughs> yeah, so it's, so like, it's like dust. ten thousand gold <laughs> for the materials too. <laughs> Worth it. But I look fabulous all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're also easy to spot in a crowd and or a sneaking. It's like <laughs> you can't do anything yeah. subtle anymore. Minus four stealth. <laughs> how's everyone doing? How's uh how's things with life? How is life with things? Lungs feel so good right now. It's true. Uh, for those who don't know, that wasn't a COVID joke. There's no, just terrible sorry, wildfires no. <laughs> yes. in Colorado. Yeah, it's the wildfires, and it's a combination with the fall, and I've got seasonal allergies with you know, the dead leaves and the mold that they... <laughs> so that in combination with COVID, in combination with smoke, is not the best situation right now. <laughs> Living that life where it's tough to breathe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Move to colorful Colorado. It's tough to breathe. I'm riding that Claritin clear. <laughs> That's fair. That's also very Sponsored fair. by Claritin. <laughs> Please, I need more. <laughs> Season yeah. desist by Claritin. So expensive. <laughs> God. Anyways, <laughs> you beautiful, beautiful people. Last time we left off, you murdered even more innocent people that mm-hmm. were just trying to sacrifice a man to their dark god. But you got in the way again, and it turned out that friend was Poe's lifelong friend, Nikki. While they were talking about all the great things in life, how Doug's still alive, and uh, how Cheddar's is definitely not burnt to the ground, you heard a roar that pulled you from the conversation, coming just, I would say... Around the corner? <laughs> 65 or so feet. It's like a measuring tool on Roll20, just on the fly. Now, can I ask, is this, would you qualify it as, I don't know, per se, a mythic roar? Uh, mm. No. Aww. You'd be very dead. <laughs> uh, but it is, it is a roar, and it's pretty awful. And I need you all to roll me. A will save. Oh, yeah. oh just what? right off the bat. Oh yeah, Come, right off the bat. Out hot. All right. I really just wanted to see if I could identify what that roar was. The roar That's hits you good. first, and then you can do so. Okay. But at the moment, it is so gut wrenchingly awful that you not that gut wrenching. Eighteen. Eighteen. You're all right. I was gonna say, watch me fail. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck. Bold statement. Alu, would you get for that will save? 13. You're good? Oh. Lou's feeling Lillian? 16. 16. Yeah. Nice. Poe? 8. 8? Oh. <laughs> Poe's not feeling super great. Hey, Poe. He forgot the teen. You sit there. Your mind feels like it's being torn apart, and you take one wisdom damage. What? That's okay. Uh, I, I got a 14. Oh. I imagine I don't pass. You do pass. Oh, cool. So good Tammy's video. feeling fine. Poe, excited to see his new friend, is too distracted and can't steel himself against the piercing scream and howl. What do you all do? I would like to try to identify said roar. All right, go ahead. It's going to be a tougher check because you can't see the source of it. You can only hear it. But it's going to be Knowledge Planes. Mm. I, too, shall try to do okay. a Knowledge Planes 20. check. 20. Let's get Tammy roll. Mm, 17. 17. Errol... You recognize that as the uh, howl of a howler. And I'll give you two pieces of information that you may have heard in the past. Anything in particular you'd like to know? Is it a monkey? 
It is not. Okay. So that's one. That's one. No, I'm just <laughs> and can I hug it? Yeah. <laughs> Does it seem friendly? <laughs> that's is this what true. handle animals for? Yeah. Uh, just completely. Waste. I have profession monkey trainer. Does that help in this situation? <laughs> Wish. <laughs> um, I want to know how, like, do these things travel alone or in packs and if they are like resistant to anything okay you would know from the stories that you have heard that they are solitary hunters often uh though it is strange times and they seem to have to your recollection no resistances okay and i will convey that to the party and this howl is is happening sporadically and it keeps just uh, ebbing and flowing and slamming into you is all. Is there even like a breath in between or is it just kind of like a very consistent fluttering No, bell? it dies down and it comes back and it really reverberates throughout the streets. Like it Creepy. seems far reaching because you look up and down the streets, you don't see anything. Do we hear any other sounds like screaming people or anything? You like, don't. Okay. Let's go. I'm sorry. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Toward the noise. To yeah. war, to war, <laughs> evil. Are we Just adventurers or are we adventurers? <laughs> Hobbling around. Evil. Fairy godparents. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Errol's going to kind of make his way around the corner of the burnt down cheddars to take a peek down the alleyway. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. So you peek down the alleyway. You see another burnt building to the left and there's not light flickering from inside but you would assume that may have been the point of origin for the sound you just heard okay so that's what you see is an open alleyway you do see that the door was smashed in kind of to the left up there you'd imagine that's the origin of the sound okay errol is going to kind of be in the front of the group and tell everyone Oh, stay behind me. I think this this creature's pretty vicious. Or so I've heard. Could what? I do... Could Alu do a survival check just to see if there's fresh prints of something other than, you know, human going into that door? Yeah, you can. Go ahead and roll me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I worry. Tell me that number. A solid fiver? <laughs> yeah, I mean... There's a lot of freshly fallen ash uh, that's been blown around. It's rained sporadically, uh, mm. so it's all kind of churned to this weird gloop that's oh, black. It's pretty muddy everywhere. Yeah, it's and it's oh not yeah. great. Tough <laughs> to discern. But you do see the fresh prints of Bel Air. Man. Keep going. I was going <laughs> to take that one. I'm just <laughs> waiting. Oh, sorry. So if you look, you'll see that in West Philadelphia. <laughs> That you were born and raised on the playground. That's where you spend most of your days. Do we have the rights to that song? I got fifteen more seconds. Ten more seconds. Yeah. Shooting out back. And we're not actually cool. playing. And shooting some people so. outside of the school. When a couple of guys, well, they were up to no good, and this howler started making trouble in your neighborhood. Okay. Ah, there we go. This is good. Why? It was <laughs> great just one howler. This is why you're teaching me to edit. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, you so much. And so you moved into the howler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those so fresh prints. Errol's going. <laughs> really drove that one home. Yeah. <laughs> Please let's start. Heavy again. handedness? What? Never. Um, where, what's Nikki doing? Nikki is ogling Tammy. <laughs> Just from from that point of view. Oh yeah. Like, 
like she like walks by and he's like so short decided <laughs> he's like cutely interested or creepy no, like, no I'm a goblin I'm not a good looking creature I have like hey, he have could still into be into you and it could be cute but he's borderline creepy at this point I think it's oh, like I construction worker creepy I also just noticed that his name is spelled Kaniki, uh-huh. which means that yeah I may begin to call him Kaniki. it's true that's what Tammy and I have in common Silent letters in our name I have two K's she has one M. It's really a match made in heaven when you think about it. Just don't think about it. His attraction is directly correlated to how far he can throw something. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks he can really manhandle you. Know? <laughs> like, I don't have any attraction towards Errol. <laughs> get like a solid get five a, yards on me. You get a solid spiral on you. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck my ears back. <laughs> no, he, he isn't being overtly creepy. He is just a... Uh, hanging back he's not super well equipped he is just a courier like him running into these cultists more than likely was the first real problem he's come up against because he's been above the surface for so long so he handled himself decently in combat but not with the deafness that you all did um lillian's gonna send luna over to hang out by nikki okay yeah Mm. she's there have been enough situations lately <laughs> that right. she's just going to be a little preemptive about this one. Um, Not a bad idea. You know, and I think she's, she's going to call Errol's name and then cast um, Mage Armor. Little Mage Armor. Ooh, nice. I'll take it. He can consult our wagon of goods. Throw some oh, dates yeah. at the next. <laughs> so Errol lines up in the alleyway, Alu next to him. Uh, as they begin to step down, Lillian reaches out, touches Errol, gives him some mage armor, and I assume you slowly start creeping towards the entrance to the building. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not very good at stealth, but I feel like I should be at the forefront, so I'm going to just do that. I don't know. Realistically, would we have stealth on our side based off the combat, like right around the corner? You can always try to sneak. There's always okay. stuff working in the background that may be for or against you, um, but you can always try. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll yeah. do it. Oh, I'll give it a I shot. So that's a it. natural 16 for a 12. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> and are you like going to the door and like peeking in? Because the door you said was busted open? It is. It's busted open. Okay. Yeah. So are you just like going to try to stuff like peek in? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get eyes on the exact location of this creature. And are we only as good as our worst role when it comes to stealth. And that's what so the party's that's worst role. So yeah. you are, yeah. exactly, as a party that's you are. That's fair. I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one wearing plate armor with like, like the goblin. worst she armor check like bonus. plus eight to stealth. No. How'd you roll a negative two? No, I two? don't have a plus eight, actually, but I rolled a, I rolled a Well, I didn't do much better. I got an eight. There you go. Yeah. So you also Well, there. I got a 17, so... <laughs> My dad could beat up your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in there. <laughs> As you all make your way down the alleyway, uh, you shuffle through. It's tough. There's a lot of burnt refuse that you probably knock through, knock over. You snap through weakened boards. Uh, It's not an easy way to get through. And you are more than likely certain that you would have roused suspicions. Do the roars kind of stop as if there's suspicions? Basically, right after those first couple of snaps happen, they completely subside. Uh, Errol's going to hold his hand up, 
like stop universal signal for stop the green beret stop yeah and then he's gonna flash a bunch of hand signals that he made up on the spot that nobody <laughs> understands and then he's gonna bolt into the room <laughs> nice i think he's okay. playing with me and i'm just like looking at his hands like Starting to swipe at it a little bit. <laughs> I'm jingling keys. <laughs> stop, 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 sorry. Sorry, take me serious. <laughs> Do you actually bolt into the room? Yeah. All right. Oh, shit. I mean, like, our cover's blown, so. Okay. Yeah. So you go ahead and you bolt into the room. As you enter, a couple of things catch your eye immediately. There are two partially eaten dead bodies on the ground that reek, that it completely consumes the room. The blackened walls of the once proud tavern have also burned down. You notice a sign that says, better than cheddars all the time, <laughs> that has fallen to the floor, sodden and useless. Uh, you look around and you can't see anything. Is it dark in here, light? There's light that streams okay. in through the kind of open portions of the building, okay. the walls that have fallen over. Is something invisible? Is something invisible? I mean, you don't see anything. You're not in there. <laughs> hey, I'm peeking in through the corner of uh, the door. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and detect magic. Uh, you do not detect magic. Okay. What about evil? You uh? detect evil. Uh-oh. There's evil. Evil. Where is it? But Where it's not it? magical evil. I don't know. Someone within six, 60 feet. Well. As a Lou <laughs> outstretches his hand and begins to focus in on where the aura comes from, he realizes that it's coming from behind Errol as from <laughs> the shadow appears oh. this giant yeah. creature. Roll for initiative. Giant? Uh, wait, giant creature? Large creature. Okay. Uh, I was like, <laughs> flavor giant. Flavor giant. Flavor giant. <laughs> Mechanical large. Flavor giant. Mechani mechanically large. I don't know. Do I roll and the shitty dice has given me a three and a two so far? Yeah. Send it. Shit. I'll take it. That I got 17 this time. Dice jail. Really early in the day. It is. There you go. Thanks. That thing looks oh, he's a, fucking terrifying. He's a big boy. Yeah. Can you describe to it's, us this creature? So what you see appear from the shadows is this lion-like creature. It's body covered in these long sharp quills that run from its head down across the entire mantle of its back it has a small plume of quills in its forearm are also covered in it its face almost skinless a skull-like visage as its mouth reaches forward and for a surprise round takes a bite out of errol oh boy um just if i i Luna's not in the turn order, but she can just go on my turn. Okay. I didn't put mine in yet. I got an initiative of 20. I got a six. Go, Tammy. 18. 19. Belu got a 23. Dang, that's a Nikki got a 17. Yeah. Get him, Nikki. Get him, yeah. Nikki. Chip. Yeah. yeah, Nikki. Yep. Oh, perfect. I was trying to think of something clever, like send him a message that he's going to die. <laughs> Was that was bad. clever. How, <laughs> how long did it take you? Deliver that? a message to your parents. I think that's an inspiration. Oh, because it's a courier. <laughs> Alex is soft on me. That's funny. Lillian, what is your uh, bonus two initiative? Uh, plus two. Plus two. You all rush into this room. As Alu extends his hand, he sees this terrifying porcupine-like lion reach out 
with its jaws wide and try to take a bite out of Errol for a surprise round. Ooh, that's an 11 to hit. <laughs> nope. All right, so snaps Errol, perhaps because Alu managed to give him just enough of an inkling, manages to dodge out of the way. Alu, it is your turn. All right. I am going to step in here. I'm about 10 feet away from it. They're all in front of me, and I'm going to take a shot at the Howler. Point blank precise. Nice. Got a 15 on the die, and I believe that's a 24. 24 hits. Yeah. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. So you managed to sink an arrow straight into its arm. Errol, it is your turn. Errol is going to five foot step around the left side of the howler and take a swing with his war axe. That is a 19 hit. All right, that is a hit. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. So your battle axe manages to sink into his back, but as your hand comes away, these quills break off in your skin and you take four points of damage and roll me your reflex save. Uh oh. (laughs) Big oof. 18. Nice. All right, 18. You manage to pull your hand away and it doesn't break off in your skin. It is the Howler's turn. The Howler, because you're the only one within reach, is going to try to attack you again. First, natural 20. <gasps> got a roll to confirm. Should, hold on. Should we? No. Should we give him an inspiration dice to take the lesser of the two? Uh, We're not there yet. It is a large creature. I don't know. How many do we have floating around, by the way? I think Crystal I just, has I, one. I have one. Oh, oh. That reminds me. Something I forgot to say as a small aside in the midst of combat. Uh, Travis, here's an inspiration dice that you earned for that amazing interaction we had at the end of last session where you basically just scattered and bopped around all the weirdness that was Nikki. I appreciate it. The worst you. part was is when we finished recording, they did it for four more hours. <laughs> Leave my face. You don't even know he was doing it when we got home. He's like, I have to text Alex something real quick. I think it's funny. <laughs> but there, so Travis also has an inspiration dice to add to your account. So how many y'all have right now? Looks three? like three total. Three. three total. I mean, if one of you guys want to, you can. I have pretty high AC, so I'm not terribly concerned he's going to confirm, but you guys can. All right. I'm being selfish. Uh, Let's roll the dime. You can right. keep it. All right. Oh. There we go. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. Natural four. Oh. Yes. Yes. So he doesn't confirm. We still got some exploding days. Suck it, Howler. <laughs> You say that now. I know, right? He explodes like six 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 times. Uh, (laughs) Seems uh, bad. The first thing he does is eight points of damage. Then his tail comes around and tries to sink more quills into your side. Uh, Natural three on that one. Six, going to miss with those. So he grabs you by the shoulder. A tail swings over your head. You duck it. It is now Lillian's turn. Uh, So this is... It seems like it is not a humanoid creature. It is not. Okay, I just want to make. That. Is this an aberration? Uh, it's not. You would you would know from the knowledge check that you did previously that it's a large outsider. Okay. So I'll give you that because that's not really helpful necessarily. It's just stuff that right. you would have known. 
Okay, so in that case, Lillian is going to a sidestep right here and cast sleep on the creature. Yes. Do it. <laughs> yes. I love witches, man. Yes. I love witches so much. As you extend uh, a finger and you cast sleep on it, it cascades off of his hide and he is unaffected because he has more than four hit dice. Oh! Okay, so this says um, of, it causes a slumber to come upon four HD of creatures. Yeah, yeah so he's above the ceiling. Four oh, hit I dice hit, or yeah. less. Four hit dice or less, yeah. Oh, I thought that meant that I rolled four hit or, no. Oh, okay, hit dice. Yeah, so you can make a lot of uh, tiny animals go to sleep or one big animal go to sleep, but he is stronger got it, got than it, that it. spell. It, it may have affected So this is him. at least a CR5 encounter? Uh, I'm not going to say much else <laughs> to that, but you do notice that. Like, you hit him, and you're certain you hit him, and he doesn't fall asleep. Bummer, she says. <laughs> Bummer <And> town. <laughs> and then um, it's a move action right to load her crossbow. It is, yeah. And you can totally do that because you did that sweet five-foot step. It is Luna's turn. Oh, and Luna is going to stand by. Um, if obviously any harm comes to Kaniki, then she's going to take <laughs> action with a little um, stabilization. But Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, so Luna's waiting for Nikki to die, which seems very morbid for a bird. Uh, Poet is your turn. <laughs> She's seen some shit. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. She got, like, knocked unconscious by some rats. Oh, and, like, <laughs> She's saved more than one person this way. No, no you're not wrong. Did we decide if it if you can attack around corners of a doorway? So I think mechanically you can't, but we've okay, been playing that you too. can. So I am going to have to do a little bit of a retcon and say that you cannot. I'm, I'm on board with that. Kay. So I think uh, with melee you can, but it's partial coverage. You can't shoot around corners. I, I'm is that what it is? I'm pretty sure that's it. I thought. Okay, I'll call it. We'll continue to play that way. We'll look it up. Yeah, mm -hmm. If you could look that up for me. But for this round, we'll do that. It is partial cover, so it does get a, a small boost to its AC. Or you could just go in there, short swords ablazing. I mean, like, if you stand kind of, like, in front of a loo, we are still technically flanking, I believe. Yeah, you are not. You're not opposing Gosh. enough. Okay. Yeah. I think with large creatures, you actually are. But I'm challenging way too much stuff right now. <laughs> okay. What's the number one rule? Consult the whiteboard. Oh, God, it's blank. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> I'm arguing as fast as I can. <laughs> That's just a picture of a bird, Sierra. We can't use that for rules. <laughs> Uh, Number one, always be beeping. <laughs> Get big, beep. Uh, so Travis, okay. what do you want to do? Or Poe? Poe, you are po. not. You are not flanking. Poe's yeah. not flanking, especially right now. Is that the actual rule? Five. Yeah. yeah. Ten. So, this we have determined that fighting around a doorway is partial cover. It is. Would moving in incur an attack of opportunity. It would, but he would be attacking you with partial cover because it's you leaving that threatened space. So he'll take a swing at you first. He's not going to do that, knowing that those are the rules. Poe is going to attack <laughs> Poe's like, partial those are the cover. rules. <laughs> Poe's, Poe takes like a hand over and like turns to hit him and Poe's like, eh, no, and pulls his hand back around the corner and then stabs it with partial cover. 
And it's a good old 12. 12. That's a miss. <laughs> a lot of buildup. Nikki, it is his turn. He goes, for you, my love. And he runs past Tammy, past everybody else. He's going to incur that attack of opportunity. Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, he's clearly putting on a show. Reckless Nikki. Um, so that is going to be a lot. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Still got a miss chance. Let's see what happens. 19 on hey. that miss chance. The monster <laughs> swings out, and its claws clash against the what's remaining of the door. Wood splinters fly, but Nikki is unaffected. He raises his blade, and he goes, You shall not harm my love! And brings it down. In song? <laughs> uh, he might. I don't know. And he, and Please. He, <laughs> Please do. Uh, and he hits. Nice. That's Im- that was impressive. Uh, <laughs> I do say so myself. And does three points of damage. How much does he take from those stupid spines? Oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Paul! I forgot. Come on. If anything, I have a man of the rules. <laughs> this is you, know you didn't I assign us homework. <laughs> you uh, didn't collect our homework from last night. He takes three points, sorry, four points of damage from those spines. So he manages to like kind of cut through its hide but it definitely sticks into his skin. He tries to pull his hand back out, seeing if he can't avoid further problems, and he fails. He pulls away, spines broken in his own hand, and he is not looking great. He suddenly looks very queasy. The spines in his hand, he grabs at it, and he looks worse for the wear than he did previously. Tammy, it is your turn. Tammy takes a free action to roll her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this Audibly. guy's into like some weird fetish stuff. <laughs> I know what I am. <laughs> um, so I'm behind Poe looking in diagonally through the doorway. So do I have a line of sight? Uh, you do, but if you're going to shoot something, it will be uh, a mischance. Unless, of course, it's magic missile. And then it's probably fine. Yeah. It, I've heard that it strikes unerringly. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be that. I mean, a bit, a bit, a bit that strikes unerringly. So long as it has less than total cover or total concealment. But that's it's what I just hear. Wow. Like, well, so, <laughs> God damn it. So, yeah. Potent magic, magic missile. You know, all reliable. I should name them. Like after the chipmunks or something. Simon and others, go. Alvin, Theodore. <laughs> Did you really just... <laughs> Literally, it's Alvin, Alvin and the Alvin? chipmunks. <laughs> you missed Alvin? You fucking Alvin? How dare you? <laughs> who who uh, does that? God. Let's be honest. Simon is the one who does all the work. I mean, yeah. you're not you're not wrong. Yeah. He's I will not in fight front, you and then the other ones are just Time the, for Simon to get his dues. He's, Alvin he's gets the way too much the credit. Operation. I know. And then the other one. Theodore. Theodore. There you go. <laughs> Can you just they roll nine, damage? Nine points. Love of God. <laughs> End this nightmare. Nine points. Nine points That's of damage. damage. You let Lucy's magic missile slamming into the side. Alu, it is your turn. Your view is partially obstructed by Nikki's somewhat re- restless, reckless actions. Nailed it. Um, so would precise shot help me reduce? Uh, you So precise shot helps you reduce the minus four you take from a creature being in combat, gotcha. but shooting through somebody is still gives them a higher AC. So if I slide the right five feet. 
Yeah, you probably right. Cool. So crisscross. Everybody, clap your hands. <laughs> uh, Sorry, like, it's a tick. Uh, <laughs> Are we at a wedding? It's been so long. It's been so long. Um, could I take a look at the howler and just see how it's doing? Yeah, you look at it and it's looking bad. Um, it's definitely beaten up. The deep gouge from Errol's axe, the force burns it took from the magic missile, and the stab wound it took from Nikki have definitely made it look very wounded. All right. Well, since I took a five-foot step, I'm going to take my full round action and do rapid shot with point blank. Big money. Uh, That will be a 19. 19 hit. Max damage, 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. It's looking rough. Like, you managed to catch it in such a way that it's slumping and blood is trickling from its mouth. It's breathing heavily. You see me in place after I slide to the right, take a shot, hits it hard. I crisscross my feet, take another (laughs) shot. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be close. 16? 16. Hits. Yes! I was going to say, if you showboat and then miss. <laughs> Five points of Five damage. Five points of damage. And with that second loosed arrow, you sink it into its hide, and it falls to the ground. Yeah. Dead. You are out of combat. <laughs> well played. You crisscrossed it to death. Crisscross real slow. <laughs> Cha-cha real slow. All right. What do you all wish to do? Um, Could I do... Would it be just a heel check on Nikki just to see what the quills are doing to him? Yeah, they seem to be making him sickened. You think you could remove him? It would require a decently high heel check uh, to I, do so. I would like to try to do that, too. I was going to walk up to him and... Are there consequences if you fail the heel check? Uh, you, you don't know. You'd imagine because it's a quill, it is barbed. So Ooh. you doing so, he definitely needs it taken out, um, but you're going to have to probably use some deft fingers. Could I... Wait, what are we trying to do? Remove the quills from Nikki's would reckless you, arm. Would you... I can try to use mage hand. I don't think it's the the ability to remove it. It's carefully removing it uh, is the problem. What's uh, Errol's heal? Plus 10. Okay. Can I assist? You Just can. like helping to hold I'll the let arm one other and... person assist. Yeah, okay. you can kind of stabilize his arm. But oh, more... so you're going to backseat doctor me, huh? Yeah, I am. No, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, 18. 18. That is a plus two, so that's a plus 12. Okay. Yeah, so I was going to walk up to Nikki, saying him, uh, do some pretty stupid shit. And he's going to say, oh, you moron. Why would you run in there like that? We had this handled. He's like, let me, let me take a look at that. And he grabs his arm and looks at the quills, and he goes to try to remove them. That is a 27. Woo! <laughs> uh, you do so. You manage to position it in such a way where you get the quilled part at an angle that you pull it out cleanly, not doing any additional damage. Immediately seems to subside with relief and looks a little more himself, maybe grabbing at the puncture wound a bit. He's going, You do what you got to do when you're in love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just like to showboat. I mean, you seem nice. You do. Uh, but I, I've been really bored. And I've been in a cellar for sinks like. Sinks his axe into his thigh. <laughs> it's just nice to feel something. <laughs> Even if it's disgust from a goblin. Um. 
Is there any type of like poison or anything on the barbs, or is it just like a piercing thing? Yeah, so I think because you removed it immediately and whatever was happening him subsided, you would assume it was just the pain of the barbs that was causing a okay. kind of sickened feeling. Because mm. I will suck the poison out if I have to. It's on his hand. So Give it's it not... a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled to suck poison out. Uh, please stop. He just looks at Poe, panicked. He's like, is this... Is, does he is, always do this? Does does he always do this? <laughs> and then Poe is transformed back into Errol, and he's like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Let me suck your hand. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, remove the quills, and yeah, so Mickey's good. All right. I would all then like to... Uh, I'm guessing since this is like a creature, it doesn't have much of anything on him. Yeah, you go over him uh, outside the wounds on his body. There's little else. Okay. Um, then he's going to... Errol's going to first heal himself because he took a couple of good hits. And then he's going to walk around the rest of so this, this wh- room. While Errol's healing himself, Anna Lou and him are helping Nikki. What is everyone else up to? Um, I think Lillian wants to know if there's any magical properties, I suppose, about the Howler that would be worth collecting. The quills, though large, seem mundane. <laughs> you may imagine that you could wield them as a fairly ineffective, improvised dagger, but elsewise, that's all that's really left behind. They're only physical properties. Uh, nothing magical emanates from them. What about some makeshift, I don't know, darts? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys just both of you. Damn it, sorry. <laughs> Poe. Are we over stealing here. all your thunder? <laughs> Poe over here picks up some of the quills, thinks of them, these are kinda like a dart, and starts throwing them at this weird frog thing on the map. It's a person. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, that does it's look a dead like body. a yeah. frog. Yeah, like to a, be fair. As you grab for the quills, roll me reflex save, please. No. Was it worth it? It's always worth it. Yes. Uh, 22. 22. You managed to grab the <laughs> the quills without ill effect. Start throwing them at the weird frog thing. You do. They flutter a little bit like leaves in the wind. They, though slender, aren't very aerodynamic. They're also quite light. Nikki, I'll give you a piece of gold if you can hit that frog thing that might be a human in the eye. From right there. You can't walk forward because that's cheating. I know you're a cheater. <laughs> He's like... Oh, you're on. And he gets more quill stuck in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) And takes four more points of damage. (laughs) He's like, oh, damn it. I'm not healing that guy. (laughs) I'm like trying to figure out how to take a screenshot for this weird frog thing. Because I agree with Travis. It looks like a dead frog. So, Lillian, what else were you doing? I'm sorry. Um, I just had a technical question. Um, I probably, we've talked about this before, but if her crossbow is loaded um, now and in the next battle, does it take time for her to equip it or like to pull it out? You basically just can't sling it on your back. You have to have it in your arms the entire time, in which case that's fine. But if you are going to like put it That's like a move action to just like, yeah, to just like get it out. Yeah, to take it out is a move action. Okay. But if you're moving, you can do that for free because you have a BAB of plus one now. Okay. Um, and then loading it is another move action. If you're carrying it, you can, but it is assumed when you have a crossbow put away that you do not carry it loaded because it can mm. be very dangerous. Oh, okay. Noted. Danger's uh, my fake middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, what are you up to? Tammy looks to the sky and she says, 
God, what time is it? <laughs> it's still decently early in the morning. God, what time is it? I'm working on my voice. It's still before afternoon, maybe around oh, 10 God. or 11 or so. Because you walked <laughs> oh, from Horgus' house. <laughs> you, you spent some time. You probably got an early start of the day, even walking through the streets. You came across Nikki. Well, we Nikki. got brunch, I'm sure. I don't think you did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to Cheddar's. So for the just bottom of the I mean, we're you're still <laughs> hungry because you have not gotten brunch. You want to go root through Cheddar's? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to eat part of the howler. <laughs> okay. All right, roll me a reflex save. Lillian's going to put a hand on Tammy's shoulder and say, bloody's on me. And <laughs> is going to try to root through either of the restaurants for any kind of... <laughs> well, while you're doing that, Spirits. like Nikki's holding his hand and blood's coming out. And he's like, you mean blood is on me. I am terribly injured. <laughs> oh. She flips him off. She goes to the next room. <laughs> Poe, I like your friends. They seem real nice. Nice people. Uh, <laughs> so that's all happening. He's <laughs> begging one of you to remove the quill from his hand. But what is, what is everyone else doing? No, that was all happening. Wait, I thought the quill was removed. Poe challenged him to a dart off, and he reached in. He felt his reflex oh, save, and he got another oh, quill in his hand. Right. That was a serious thing? It was. Oh, jeez. Okay. It really happened. No, I, I think that I'll just let that ha- that play out. That was his own choice. Same. Same, same. Like I said, I'm not burning precious spell slots healing this moron. (laughs) (laughs) He rips the quill out of his hand. Uh, He does not do it well. (laughs) And he takes two additional points of damage. He's like, oh, God. Mm, I'm okay. I'm I'm good. (laughs) How are you doing? Oh, you're good. If you were to evaluate your HP on a scale of... One Zero to your max to HP. <laughs> uh, mechanically, you'd say I'd be like at 33.33 repeating percent worth left, but otherwise. Well, you'll be okay. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys were just cool with rescuing me and then me dying is kind of whatever in the wind. Gotcha. Well, you were, you were being threatened, and now you're just being stupid. <laughs> I was trying to fight the giant monster. You all fight the giant monster, it's fine. When Nikki fights the giant monster... It's not okay. You mean the dead frog thing that looks like a human over there? <laughs> He's like, no, clearly that other one. And he smacks his hand against the quills again. He's like, God <laughs> damn it! He's poking it with a stick. Uh, shall we search this abandoned building? That's See what I was trying to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're doing a lot of stuff. No, you're no, like, I first I, I heal him, I take the quill out, I take a shower, yeah, yeah. and then no, I search the building. So Lillian is looking primarily for spirits. It's a restaurant too, isn't it? <laughs> it is. So she's looking primarily for spirits, but she's also just going to keep an eye out for anything that catches her attention. But she'd be looking wherever they would keep the ales. That's fair. You see a bar, a pub still standing. Most of the taps are destroyed. You do notice one is left, perhaps in functioning order. It's burnt uh, a little bit wet, but otherwise, all right. You notice a sign above the bar that says provolones. Uh, oh. gross. Jackpot. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Lillian finds. What are the rest of you looking for? I'm looking for Parmesans down the street. It's <laughs> not a good cheese joke. You uh, really got to feel <laughs> I think Alou will check the two bodies that are right there. Uh, the bodies are old. One of them is fairly decomposed. The other one has swollen 
from decomposition hasn't really uh, subsided yet. Uh, it is the one that's emitting the smell. Most of what was on it has been ripped off or torn. Limbs are missing. Uh, large bites been taken out. It's been feeding off of these bodies for some time, but you can see that perhaps it ate something that wasn't sitting right and it needed fresh food, which is what it was looking to get from y'all. There's nothing of importance left on them. Rest in peace. (laughs) Ziz. (laughs) (laughs) So there's there's Uh, nothing uh, else around the building. Lillian profusely starts striking. (laughs) (laughs) Promptly. What did I say? Profusely. Profusely. It works. works. Both both promptly and profusely. Errol, as you wander into that back room, it seems to have been a storage room, you see satchels. Tons of them from floor to ceiling. Most of them look old, worn, empty, but there are a lot. At some point in time, perhaps those people that the bodies you found or someone else was grabbing stuff and hoarding it here. Okay. Um, I know we had kind of detected magic before, but I'm going to do it again and then kind of start rooting through them methodically from left to right, top to bottom. Algorithmically. Um, (laughs) You don't detect magic. You keep going through things. Uh, They have what seem to be picture frames, trinkets, clothing. As you spend some time, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, while Lillian's in the back pouring everyone else drinks, (laughs) you come across a satchel. But this one looks very, very familiar. You kind of move it around and you see that on the side of it is the symbol for your family's armory. And he's going to kind of hold it in his hands and like rub his like thumb across the symbol and kind of take a few beats of like nostalgia. And then he's going to kind of get like a inquisitive look on his face and he's going to look inside. You look inside and you see there's a huge hole that's been bitten out of the bottom. As you move through, you seem to pick up that it may have been your bag left behind when you fell through the pit. Roll me nothing. So (laughs) (laughs) on a hunch that it is in fact your bag, you move your hand across the inside seam of it and you find what you hope to look for, a hidden pocket. You manage to settle the stitching between the inside wall and the upper seam, and you find a letter on the inside. And he quickly grabs a letter and stuffs it into his inside vest pocket because he he knows what this letter is. So he, he grabs it, and he's very happy he found it. Elsewise, the bag seemed to have been empty of its contents. Doesn't have any more, uh, you know, emotional attachment to the bag. He he kind of found what he was looking for, so he's gonna put it with the rest of the bags that he's kind of gone through. You throw it to the side. You spend maybe another ten or fifteen minutes rooting through, uh, finding nothing of real importance. Uh, fairly certain with your detection of magic and your thoroughness that these bags were kept here because they were the ones that they were done with. So anyways, let's, let's go get some brunch. <laughs> Still brunch time. <laughs> I ask God. 
you're all hanging out drinking beers <laughs> Nikki's in the corner with a hole in his hand like trying to grab hold of things but like it, it keeps slipping through he looks really pale and pallid he's like cheers oh god <laughs> and you all like he just hears the clinking of a thousand potions of cure light wounds that you're holding on to as he slowly exsanguinates in the corner of this bar I'll stumble up next to him and I'll cast resistance on him for fun <laughs> oh my god Lillian's gonna reach over the bar and pour shots down his throat. <laughs> now he's drunk and severely injured. We're gonna take a rest from 12 to 8 p.m. We'll travel at night. Nice long rest. <laughs> are short rests the thing, Kathleen? They're no, not. No. In, in Tui, they are, but not in this. Not in this, yeah. Flavor, flavor nap. All right, let's move on. <laughs> you wake up, he's dead because none of you helped him. <laughs> Is so, he actively bleeding or are you just joking? Yeah, I am joking. He okay. he, yeah. he does look pretty beat up. Like, he does look pale. Um, He's not actively bleeding, though. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put him on the wagon. That's fair. You can, you can throw Nicky on the I wagon. I mean, one way or the other, he might end up on the wagon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not the only one who was thinking that. Come on, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> No, you shut up. Um, <laughs> I, I really want Lillian to ask Kaniki the question. So what's your favorite memory of Poe? Oh. oh. He's like, well, there's a couple. So Poe and I weren't always the devilishly handsome and rakishly good-looking men that we are today. It's flashes a smile at you. Back when we were teens, I was awkward, and Poe was, well, he was a fox. And that was, <laughs> it was strange for some people to come to terms with, mostly because he would turn into a fox and then people would be like, oh no, a fox. And then they try to burn us to death. Well, <laughs> luckily enough, the witch trials ended kind of, and uh, we became pretty successful couriers. But when we were, what would you say, Poe, 12? Give or take. Give or take. When we were 12, we were hanging out and, uh, well, his mom was inside making us lunch, and we were outside hanging out with each other. And Poe thought it would be fun to play the game of throwy, darty, runny, missy, which is where you take something, throw it high in the air, <laughs> and then whoever runs away first loses. Well, Reyes was there as well, and, and Poe and I, we stood back to back to back and grabbed the dart and hefted it as hard and as high as we could in the sky. Well, it hung there for quite some time, and we all stood resolute not to be the person to run away. Mama ain't raised no bitch. It's true. <laughs> Oftentimes, she would say, boys, come inside. And then she'd look Poe dead in the eyes and go, did I raise a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and Poe would respond in kind that no, he was not. Anyways, 15 seconds passed, 30 seconds passed, and don't get me wrong, I have quite the arm, but a hang time of 30 to oh 45 God. seconds is a lot. <laughs> so we went out back, uh, because clearly my arm is strong, but my aim is uh, not so true, and we started trying to investigate where the dart had landed. Well, wouldn't you know it, it, uh, it murdered someone's beloved cat. Uh, it was honestly 
the greatest regret of my life and haunts me to this day. So that's probably my favorite memory of Poe. You see Lou in the corner tearing up. <laughs> he pours one out for the cat. Pours one out for the cat. <laughs> I can't, I just, I cannot tell you enough just how much and how often I wake screaming in my sleep because of that accident. It is awful. Anyways. You better. <laughs> I mean, if that's the worst thing that he has experience and wakes oh, up Oh, besides screaming. the act of murders that we were contracted to do, did you tell him that the courier service was a front for something? Oh, too much? Never mind. Anyways, back to the cat murder. Well, re- rewind. Hold on. <laughs> Don't uh, worry about Oh, I'm feeling woozy and he faints. Hits his head on the counter. And, just... <laughs> and he takes Lethal five damage. points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's well. unconscious. Let's leave him. Uh, <laughs> Luna's going to stabilize him if he's actually unconscious. He's not. <laughs> okay. To the cart. Uh, he does faint, though. <laughs> Errol pounds his pint, slams his glass on the counter, and says, well, this was fun, and walks out. <laughs> Speaking of Remus, what was his name? Reus. Reus. Uh, is he is he unconscious? Is he like passed out? Yeah, he's fa- he's, he fainted. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, did uh, did this fellow ever mention? She turns to Poe. Did this fellow ever mention what happened to him? Reus. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> Probably right. in Defender's heart. Mama raised a bitch there. (laughs) 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 Just Nikki from Flat in the Ground goes, he was raised in a warren by several rats in a creche-like subsystem that exists culturally as as part of their society. And he passes back up. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, biatch. So uh, are we are we gonna go to Anivia's place or are we gonna go to Yeah, Defender's what's she heart? doing? There? Yeah, <laughs> what is Anivia doing? Yeah. She wasn't even. She's in like a out turn on the cart order. still, like hello. Well, you you <laughs> left her behind when you fought the cultists because you snuck up to see what was going on. Yeah. But check you it out, me. the cart's like right there. That's another cart. <laughs> That's another cart. They are strewn throughout the city. Just here, hello. <laughs> now we Guys. have two carts. <laughs> I s- hello. <laughs> He's here, clip, clomp, clip, clomp, at the sound of a crutch moving down the street to find where you Hitting are. Hitting the pallet ground. Well, I suppose it's time to get to your home now. Oh, you think? You, you've been gone for two hours. What the fuck? No, she's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can. Hey, reach out my hand and offer her a Bloody Mary. <laughs> this will suit I'm your... still a little miffed. It's appreciated. And she mm-hmm. scowls it. And Tammy scowls at her and goes, I heard what you did. I don't think you're going to be miffed. <laughs> you killed Barb. <laughs> and she just, she just, <laughs> and she just looks God. at you and goes, I ain't heard my tune in. You don't get to be miffed. Shut it. <laughs> All right. So to Anivia. <laughs> <laughs> Onward to Anivia's, whatever direction that is. <laughs> so as you load the unconscious body of Nikki into the cart, uh, next to the hobbled form of Anivia and begin pulling it down the street. It takes you longer than you'd expect. You run into those deep trenches again, causing you to have to make one detour after another. A walk that should have realistically taken you only 20 or so minutes takes you over two hours. As you wander and meander through the streets, you start hearing this scratching sound and the chittering of teeth quickly moving you come across several dead bodies around each of those bodies 
a large rat. Ilu licks his chops. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Luna cowers in fear. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so you come across this plaza. As you pull up from the south, you see three dead bodies, each body surrounded by some rats. You take some time, you count seven in total, still distracted. Errol's going to see them and look over at Alu and say, uh, you think you could pick one off from this distance? Oh, you bet we can. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to... That's a lot of rats. Um, he did say seven. Yeah. So I'm going to draw my bow. Let's take a shot at the rat, the eastmost rat. All right, so the easternmost rat. How close can I get without having to? Oh, within yeah. th- within thirty feet is usually the, oh, okay. the rule of okay. thumb for without having to That's stealth. Yeah. So within thirty feet. Within thirty feet. Okay, so I'll move thirty feet. In range. I don't know. I can also do a long range, as well. So if you we can all try to coordinate. If yeah, you if like. we try to yeah. coordinate. Then I mean, I want to get, get as close as I can because I don't have any ranged weapons. But yeah, so I'll get. So I'm in range within 30 feet of both the two most eastern rats. Okay, so Lou's doing that. Errol's lining up. Tammy, are you just getting in range to fire off some magic missiles or something? I'm definitely in range. All right. So, uh, uh, Poe, what are you doing? Poe is um, whispering. Errol, which one are you going for, the east or the west? You can just point. Any points. <laughs> to the east or to the west? <laughs> and he points. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Ah, to the east. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks, Lillian Ah, Pate. to the east. Thanks, Lillian Pate. Yeah. So Poe's circling around so that we can... So you pass kind of... You pass within range of them, Poe, so I need I, you to roll I me. pass from the... I'll stealth. All right. Poe, please. Please, Poe. Uh, adjusted 20. Oh. I think this puts... No! That's seven. It's only two. I know, but it sounds more fun to roll a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the two I actually were using. So you rolled a seven? 20. 20. 27. Okay. No, that's like, 20. Just 20. Just 20. Adjusted 20. You rolled 1,000? I should listen. That's 1, my fault. 1,006. <laughs> oh, wait. My dice was upside down. It's over 9,000. Uh, uh, they don't notice you. Bitches. <laughs> 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 I'll aim for the ones to the west. <laughs> All, right. All right. And then, Lillian, what are you doing? Um. So... Lillian, okay, we have, Lillian's going to prepare a spell, is what she's going to do. I don't know, are we in some kind of loose initiative? So you're all going to act at once as a surprise round, which is what we're setting up here. So basically, I'll go around the horn, I'll start with Errol, Alu, you, Poe, and then Tammy, and then we'll roll for initiative then. This might be important. Is this a building? It is a building. Okay, well, this is not a great way to get in flanking position. We don't have to roll stealth again. (laughs) (laughs) Doobie doobie doo. Arrow, let's go for the best ones. (laughs) 
<laughs> arrow repositions. <laughs> Accordingly. Roll me another stealth. <laughs> oh my God. You, ch- you changed your mind. You said you don't have to roll another stealth. Nice. You know, he said you do. You do. Oh, I thought you said you don't. 25. So you're going to have to. 25. And you're fine. Um, so Lillian is looking at the northmost couple yeah, of so, rats. So there's that, that cluster of two to the west, the cluster of three to the north, and that cluster of two to the east. Yes. So the two northmost and that cluster of three, um, if she were to cast, if, if there's a spell that has a five foot radius that's cast like in between the two, it would affect both of them, right? Okay. So it wouldn't get all three if I stood it. No, the most you can I, get is two. Okay. So I will, that's what I was thinking. And so she's going to target that two with aggressive thundercloud. Okay. All right, Dang. so you have that ready to go. Mm-hmm. Is everyone else ready to go? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll start. Errol and Poe will go last, just because you would imagine you'd break them out of what they're doing. We'll start with Alu. Alu, go first. All right, so I'm going to hit of the right two rats. I'm going to hit the rightmost. Okay. I'm going to be doing, uh, since I'm 30 feet away, point blank and rapid shot. You can't rapid shot. Because it's a full round action. Yeah. So, gotcha. so you get a one attack. Or a standard. Yeah. Okay. So I will just shoot the rightmost rat. All right. Ooh. Hoo, hoo, hoo. That's a 28. Yeah, that <laughs> hits. <laughs> that hits the rat. That would be eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. So you put one straight through his skull and he's down. Um, it is now Lillian's turn. And Lillian does the aggressive thundercloud. Right. Um. And, right, that wasn't, was that a surprise or was that? Yeah, so you cast okay. it as your action. Okay, yeah, okay. So um, that does, um, it's a reflex save. Okay, so they both roll reflex. Thank you for that. What's the DC on that reflex? Um, so that's my spell DC, right? It is. So it's 14. 14. So the northernmost one fails, and then the eastern one, that northern one passes. So I'm assuming it's half okay. damage. So the one that, yeah, uh... Reflex save negates the damage. Negates. Okay, so the one to the the one to the east in that northern cluster doesn't take any damage, but the northern one does. Does three d six damage? Oh, oh god! I don't think he's gonna make it. <laughs> and that altogether is eight damage. All right, you rip this eight damage, and it like cascades down from the sky. One of them looks up, jumps out of the way. The other one, the electricity goes straight through its body and it falls a burnt husk to the ground dead. Tammy, it is your turn. Um, so the one of the three that wasn't hit by anything, I will send potent magic magic missile and I'll send two to that one. Okay. And then one to the one that's not quite dead. So I'll do the the one with the so two only, magic missiles. So first. only two have taken damage. And they're both dead. They're both dead. They're both dead. Yeah, the one that. Oh. Yeah, the one that. Because it was it was oh, reflex sorry. negates, not yes. reflex for half. So it means it. it oh, <coughs> I see. Anyways, the one to the left gets two. Okay. Because <laughs> fuck him, I guess. <laughs> fuck you in particular. Fuck you in particular. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets six damage. Six damage. Those two magic missiles find their mark, and he falls dead to the ground. And then the one that's not that one, he gets three. Three. He gets slammed inside by that magic missile, but is still standing. Poe, actually, Errol, it is your turn. Errol's going to use 
It's surprise round from the mint. So 5, 10, 15, 20. All right. And then Poet is your turn. You can only move 20 feet? <laughs> the dwarf. I have short legs. So it don't, would don't seem. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a dick. And he moves in between the two rats and is very surprising about it. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> he likes being just like the idea of Poach going, ah! <laughs> not actually attacking them. Uh, well, I only have a move I, action. I know. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's just mecha- mechanically you can't. Um, so we'll go ahead and let's all roll for initiative. Yay. Yay. Was Nikki doing anything? Or was he just you left in the cart. You left him in the out. cart. Yeah, oh. You all didn't bother He's to get him. He's actually knocked out? Well, you didn't. Or like flavor knocked out. He was flavor knocked out, but you didn't bring him with you. I was going to say, Nikki's kind of a loose cannon. So. so he might be for the best. <laughs> Let him sleep. Dang. Luna Sleep-ed will make off. sure he's stabilized. We'll wake him up at Defender's Heart. Yeah, Luna, Luna stabilized him. He's totally fine. <laughs> All right. Even Poe's cool with it. Poe doesn't <laughs> have anything. And we're going to talk about that? Also, about the murder stuff. <laughs> All right. We can talk about that later. Good, because I'm way far away. And you're blowing our cover. <laughs> well, we've already been through our surprise round. <laughs> you make a good point. Maybe our yelling will scare them even more. I fact, murder stuff. <laughs> or the fact we murdered half of them before they even got to realize. All right, so yeah, that too. Tammy, what did you roll for initiative? What did I roll? I, oh, sorry. Yeah, I have a seven. I was like, why are you going to make me say it? <laughs> <laughs> because this is an audio <laughs> medium. <laughs> Errol, what did yeah. you roll? Uh, 23. 23. Lou, where are you sitting? 15. 15. Poe. 8. And then Lil Fady. It's right up there with Tammy and a 7. And a 7. Twins. Um, what is Tammy and Lillian's um, modifier for initiative, please? 5. Five, 2. 2, so... The rat will go between Tammy and Lillian. And then Alu, what is yours? Six. Six. So you want to go before the rat. There we go. So, Errol, with your stubby little legs, you are ready to go first. Yep. Five foot step. Take a swing. That is a 16 against five footed. It hits. Six points of damage. Six points of damage, and you cleave this rat's head off. Bonk. Alu, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to do rapid shot and hit the first rat in on the east side with point blank, and the second one will not have that bonus. Okay. So for the first one, uh, that will be 12. 12 against flat-footed hits. Oh, Sweet. He is 35 feet out of range, so he does not get point blank. Point 10 out. points of damage. 10 points of damage. Well, doesn't matter. You, you kill him anyways. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to then go for the far away one so I don't get point blank. Natural one. Natural oh, one. Wow. <laughs> Luckily, there's no one in front of me, at least. Shocking, yeah. Woody. Is go it? ahead and roll to confirm. It's okay. I mean, I'm sure the there's same? no way in heaven... That Woody would God himself. <laughs> Woody could possibly roll. Well, yeah, another. yeah. Well, watch this. Not even gonna look at it. What is it, Paul? <laughs> Natural <laughs> three. Are you fucking so serious? <laughs> <laughs> What's that total? <laughs> oh, no. 
What's that total? A nine. A nine. Oh. Even against flat-footed AC, my friend, you miss. Oh. You, you do me a quick... are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you do me a quick favor. <laughs> Roll me that sweet, sweet D10, buddy. D10. Just D10. Put him in the cart. <laughs> Two. Two. Drop weapon. You move, take a shot with your bow, and as you move across and sweep to take out the other rat, you, for whatever reason, catch your bow around your head. And you're like, oh, God, get off me. And you throw it away. And you throw it uh, two spaces to the north of you. See, I imagine I go hit the first shot like I did last time. I was like, crisscross. And as I crisscross, it just <laughs> I tripped and it flew <laughs> five feet away from me. Oh, no. Make him roll that D8. Can't it's direction. I, 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 I look wanna, around I just to that. make sure no one noticed. <laughs> what do you throw me a D8? Oh, son. Paul. <laughs> hey, mechanics of the game, bitch. Eight. Eight. So your bow now currently resides in the western square about 10 feet or so away. It is now the rat's turn. So the first rat goes to attack Poe. That's a priceless artifact you just threw on the ground. (laughs) Oh, as it clatters to the ground, it turns back into a longsword. Fun fact. You asshole. (laughs) (laughs) It'll turn back into a bow. Uh, (laughs) I didn't say it exploded. Okay. It Um, turns into a crude bow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the first rat misses. It goes to bite at Poe, but he crisscrosses out of the way, really showing how it's done. The Luke glazes at him. <laughs> he glazes at him? He glares at him. His <laughs> eyes glaze over. Who's hungry? You said the blue one was dead, right? I uh, cut, cut its head off? You did. Um, so this one is going to move next to Poe. Got plenty of movement. And You're short, too. Yeah, they're fast little guys, though, and it goes to bite you as well. That's going to be a good one. 19 to hit. Uh Uh-oh. With flanking? Yeah, did you include flanking? I did. Uh, Cool. Doesn't matter. Like I said, if anything, stick with the rules. (laughs) 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 Sorry, 21. No, it's 19. Uh, Yeah. So it does four points of damage. Max uh, mum damage. And then I need you to roll me a fortitude save, please. Um, 19. 19. Well, you're fine. <laughs> you're just fine. Filthy Poe, it is your turn. Uh, Poe is just, as much as he loves being flanked, he doesn't. So he's going to five foot step here. Or if you just kill one, you're not flanked anymore. Just saying. Okay. Hang on one second. Let me check nope. the board. Nope. I'm ah, doing it's it. still blank. <laughs> nope. I'm doing it. It's a picture of several birds double, now. Double weapon. Multi. You can do that with a five-foot step, too. I'm just I know that I can. <laughs> um, you are just as reckless as Nikki. What mama raise? No, bitch. Exactly. Oh. Nonetheless, this didn't. <laughs> Go well. <laughs> uh, seven. Seven's a miss. This is the same. <laughs> a seven also misses. Uh, miss Luckums, it is your turn. Oh, me? Oh, oh, oh you. Oh, me? Please, Miss Luckums is my mother. Call me Tammy. <laughs> I never knew my mother. I'm just kidding. Oh, Tammy. Um, not wrong. <laughs> so the two rats that are still alive, neither of them have been hit. Is that correct? Uh, so one of them has been hit. You actually hit one with a magic missile. The one to oh, the right. east okay. looks a little 
more ruffled, like whiskers bent, definitely has a sound growing bruise on its side, and the one to the west looks healthy as all get out. Cool. I shall send some potent magic magic <laughs> missiles towards Lemon. And so the one that already got hit, he'll only get one. So I'll get, I'll start with that one. He gets four. Damage. Four damage, and you collides with his side, and he is dead. Bonk. All right. <laughs> and the last one gets two. Is that the sound magic missile mix? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bonk. It's like that clown car honk noise. <laughs> we'll find it on Sirenscape. Sirenscape. <laughs> they probably have it. Uh, eight. Eight. So the first one, the magic missile hits it in the side. The second one, it like pincer moves both the inside and outside of the rat coming in and just like concertining it into a flat shaped dead. Uh, and you're out of combat. All right. Hello casually walks 10 feet and picks up his bow like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> I slide to the left. <laughs> <laughs> ah, pertinent. <laughs> uh, you just hear the bow go, I know. <laughs> no, you just hear the bow going, loser. <laughs> you, want, you don't want this food? You want this paper check? <laughs> Uh, so all the rats are dead? All the rats are dead. How out of eaten fun. are these bodies that they were? They're pretty eaten. Okay. Is there anything on their persons? So kind of go from body to body. So you, I'm going to assume that Alu and Errol are doing that. What are Poe, Tammy, and Lillian up to? I think Lillian's going to go back and check on Kaniki and Anivia. <laughs> okay. Lillian, as you're walking, roll me a perception check, please. Uh-oh. Splitting the party. That is a a 19. A 19. As you walk back, you notice that to the southeastern corner is a sign. And the shapes of the sign seem very familiar. What are they? (laughs) What's on the sign? Do you want to walk closer to see what they are? Oh, (laughs) yes. Yes, if that's what it takes. Yes. (laughs) I walk closer and... As you walk closer, you see familiar words. Though gapped in your mind, you still read them all the same. It says, House for Transient Girls. Underneath is a symbol that you recognize all too familiar as a symbol for your coven that has been snapped in half and fallen to the ground. This one, it's uh, two birds kind of perched on an open book. Oh, right, right. That one. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I think the first priority for Lillian is to make sure that nobody on the cart is dead. Okay. So she's going to check that first. You look over and you see Anivia and Nikki kind of chatting away with each other. Uh, every so often, Nikki will say something slyly. And Anivia will give him what seems to be a genuine laugh. But you're not entirely sure. They seem like they're doing all right. Okay. Sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> She's being polite. <laughs> okay, uh, she's going to call Aluna to her and actually send Aluna into the building to see if anybody's in there. Luna flies to your shoulder, and you kind of look and nod at her. She then takes to wing, flying in through the open windows. You close your eyes and you kind of outreach your own senses through hers. You feel her flit from room to room, beds empty, doors kind of off of hinges. 
Luna comes to stop and there is sadness that seems to overtake her. You don't know exactly what, but you assume that she's found something that's upsetting. Is there a sense of urgency to it? There's not. It's like a forlorn sadness, a feeling of, of loss. Okay. All right, Lillian's going to go ahead and just very slowly and probably reluctantly go into the building, catch up with Luna. As you walk through, you see what must have been a great battle. Uh, There are scorch marks, twisted wood, gouges, bits of metal, leather, showered throughout. You look and it seems as a, a great force must have taken on, but as you look, you don't see anything save for the charred remains of what appear to be outsiders, demons, uh, various evil fae-like creatures. You don't see any humanoid bones, though. But many had fallen here. As you meander your way through the halls, as Lillian continues to move through the hallways, she comes to a back room. She finds Luna perched on the back of a chair and a desk. The room you're in, you recognize as the room of the Mother Superior. She foots to your shoulder, head a little low. She jostles across your shoulder and nuzzles you ever so slightly. You find a form kind of splayed in the middle of the room. Not much is left. Little bits of bone, some remnants of clothing. You bend over as a glint catches your eye and you find a pair of glasses and you brush them off and the familiar shape of the frames instantly brings back the memories of one of your surrogate mothers that raised you. So do I recognize specifically who it was? You recognize them as the glasses that belonged to Evanora. Okay, uh, Lillian's gonna pick up the glasses and fold them up and put them in a pocket. Um, And then she's going to try to like make tidy the scene a little bit. Um, And she's gonna kind of just create somewhat of like, um, I feel like there's a word for this that I can't think of, but like a shrine around this person of their belongings that she can find okay okay so she's putting her into like this nice form um she's gonna pick up the bones and try to kind of just form them in like a nice shape she's gonna create like a little shrine of any belongings that she can find and then when she leaves she's going to close the door and write on the door just kind of like scrawl inside of it um that here lies evanora mother of the lost and then she's gonna offer some kind of ritualistic prayer kind of thing and then leave. All right, so you do all that. Well, she's gonna leave that room, but she's gonna keep exploring the house to see if there's anything left. You continue to move from room to room. The books that you may have been able to use are badly damaged. Uh, There is not much left there, save for the memories that linger with you. 
Okay, she's gonna just very solemnly trot out of the building and try to rejoin the party. So you all see, uh, perhaps you were wrapped up. You search the area. You don't find anything left over that's important. Uh, maybe spend the next minute or so trying to figure out where Lillian is. You look over to the cart, see that Nikki and Anivia are interacting, and she's not there. And then suddenly your eyes are drawn to her as she walks out of this building. Are you okay? <laughs> she kind of, like, is not paying attention and then is snapped back in. Oh, yeah, yeah, drink would be nice. Uh, what? <laughs> I think she might be, might have a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's just trying to break the fourth wall and ask me for another drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's not All right, not I true. get it. <laughs> um, yeah, she just seems very discombobulated. Let's yeah. go see if uh, Errol was carrying some booze with them in that cart. <laughs> Can Alu do a sense motive real quick? You haven't talked to her. Oh, okay. Unless she came back to the group. She seems suspicious. Oh, I'm so- <laughs> I didn't realize they were so far south. Never mind. Yeah. Because you all were searching the plaza, yeah. and then she comes out of the building. Tammy was the closest. Gotcha. Yeah. She's just going to kind of keep walking towards the cart. Okay. Do the three of you follow? I assume Tammy's with her. Yeah, if we kind of yeah went through those bodies and mm-hmm. yeah check checked them out see, I mean you said they were like pretty well like eaten so mm-hmm. there's no point in seeing if there's any saving to be done but then afterwards yeah like detect magic and kind of go through to see if there's any identifying factors of who these people were and if we can you know maybe like let their loved ones know or something. Yeah, I mean, they are so badly torn up, you can't even tell one from the other. Shall we go towards Anivia's place? Uh, I think so. Chase. Did you say cheese? Chase. (laughs) (laughs) He's still hung up on the Jettas thing. (laughs) (laughs) Never forget. (laughs) I hear Gudas is down the street. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was gonna make that joke good, later. Damn it, but provolones <laughs> is bad. All right, I was gonna say good as later. Sons of bitches. Um. Oh shit! If I'm being honest, I just got the provolones joke. <laughs> uh, appreciate it. Um. <laughs> Don't worry, he's got laugh tracks for all of us. I and thought he just that it was some anyway. kind of shitty bar around here that you guys were familiar with, and I wasn't. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get it now. I'm glad to know that my cheese jokes are just a little too highbrow. Uh, <laughs> it's just too many syllables. That was it. <laughs> right? Just fuck you. Uh, <laughs> you continue to Anivia's. Uh, you all get in the cart. You come in from the east. Okay. And how how is Anivia reacting as we like approach? Her, her home. She seems pretty desperate to get up and get out of the cart to enter the home as okay. quickly as possible. Um, and Errol will kind of see Anivia like stirring a little bit, like eager to get inside and like look around and look for her wife. And uh, he'll kind of reach an arm out and stop her and say, 
Maybe, maybe you should let us do, do a sweep through, make sure you're not in danger, and she, she's not in danger either. Uh, and Nivia, she kind of shuffles in herself for a bit, clearly fighting against the idea of letting you clear whatever might be inside, but at the same time, also, like, concern and the need to see her wife is pretty overwhelming. She takes a moment, and she kind of weighs the different threats in her mind and looks down at her, her crutch and her badly damaged leg. Fine, I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll, I'll give you five minutes, but if... If you're not back out, then I'm going. I, you, you're not going to be able to stop me from going in. Well, I'm sure everything will be fine. We'll we'll send for you. We'll call for you to come in. I promise. I trust you. Lou's gonna detect evil. Uh, you do detect Lou's evil. Lou's gonna detect magic. You do detect magic. There is evil. There is magic. There is. Evil and magic. <laughs> magic evil. <laughs> evil magic. Um, well, Lillian's going to follow the party as they go inside, but she's going to leave Luna with yeah. Nivia. Nivia. Leaving Luna behind. Lou, as you concentrate trying to fixate on the aura, it feels like it's moving around and it's not standing still. Yeah, whatever it is, it is... It's going to be hard to catch, I'll tell you that. I'll take a arrow sink. out and kind of draw my bow and kind of have it at the ready. Go. Ought we to sneak? Yeah. We can Get sure try. <laughs> Someone else should try first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we all got to. I mean, Tammy's not even there. You want me to just open the door sneakily and then see where that takes us? Yeah, yes. there you go. Okay, deal. Okay, sure. Um, Arrow gives you a firm slap on the behind. Encouraging. A sneaky Encouraging. Sneaky. And Poe's going to listen to the door to see if this magical thing makes noise, or this evil thing makes noise, and if it maybe, like, floats or something, if it doesn't. You know, listening for floating. Of course. (laughs) As one does. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) Roll perception floating. Uh, You. Knowledge floater. (laughs) So go ahead and roll me that perception check. 21. 21. Uh, Can't really make out what's on the other side of the door. Guys, it might be floating. (laughs) I'm not supposed to whisper into the microphone. Guys, it might be floating. Nice stage whisper. (laughs) You sound like Cartman there. (laughs) Guys, it might be floating. (laughs) Floating. Okay, now I'll I'll stealthily open the door. Wrong dice. All right, so what was your stealth? 19. 19. You open the door. As you look into this house, it's dark. Uh, there are basic, There are shades drawn. Uh, it is a smaller location, more befitting of someone who is a member of the town's guard. Uh, large for someone who may have been in the barracks, but smaller by standards of, say, a better well-off merchant. You see a small table to the north as you enter from the east, so just to your right. Around the table is four chairs with a small writing desk to the left. You see a door that leads farther somewhere else, um, 
just beyond the dining table, and to your left you see another door. Do I happen to see anything floating as I look in the <laughs> upwards direction? You do not. Your eyes see nothing. Okay, I'm going to close the door. Look to the party. Guys, I don't see anything in there. Well. Maybe we should go inside. Okay, should I open the door again? <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's a better way inside. There was shutters, so there might be like a window. <laughs> that better let's just go in through the front uh, okay okay <laughs> i'm gonna open the door ready i open the door again <laughs> <laughs> you open the door and it's pretty dark inside the shades are drawn and it's small probably for someone maybe a merchant but large for someone who lived in the barracks <laughs> you notice to the north to your right a small dining room table with four chairs around it to your left a small writing desk. <laughs> to the north behind the table, you see a door, and to your left, you see another door. Did that help? <laughs> Is there uh, anything floating that I can see? <laughs> no. Whoever's listening is going to check to see if they accidentally rewind <laughs> their <laughs> no. Or had a stroke. No, no. Or one of the let, let, let him finish. Let him finish. What you do see <laughs> is that the room is pretty dark. <laughs> oh, Shades are drawn. There are tons of charm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look back to Alu and say, Radiance, and see if maybe I can make the bow light up too from a distance. <laughs> I feel like that's like telling someone else's Alexa to do something. You're like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> it turns on. Can you not? <laughs> do I see anything floating? <laughs> no. Um, radiance turns you, on. you say radiance to Alu, like your eyebrows wiggling, and nothing happens. <laughs> okay. So nice talking to you all. I'll step aside. <laughs> all right. Lillian will go in if nobody else does. Errol will go in. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want to go in first, you're more than welcome to. But go. in case that evil, magical being attacks us. Okay. I'm going to slowly move in. I'll go behind Lillian. Because um, I have dark vision. I also have dark vision. Twins. But I'll be at, I'll be at the door. Hello, can you see if the evil is in this room or maybe that back room or even perhaps the room to the... You said north. north. Not for that room. Well, At yeah. one point you said north. Is north... North is north, north this you, time? You entered from the east. Or is So if north. this is the second round, could I tell like, specifically what corner <laughs> or what area of the... As you settle in and you start trying to figure out where the aura comes in from next to Errol appears a fire beetle. Oh, fuck me! Just <laughs> <laughs> look at that uh, office <laughs> meme where Angela sneaks up on Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> you turn around and this chittering, chitinous beetle appears, um, pincers clacking together out of seemingly nowhere. Roll for initiative. Errol, is that an aberration? I should hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you bet your ass. <laughs> Tammy got a 15. Poe got a 12. All right. Um. Illu got oh. a 12 as well. Lillian got a 15. Lillian got a 15. All right. Errol with a 14. <laughs> <Are> you okay? <laughs> I was being psyched. Oh, fair. <laughs> um. 
and then Nivia is waiting outside. She's probably going to continue to do so. To yes. last hit one of us when we go unconscious. <laughs> and air flies. <laughs> so this beetle appears. Sorry, um, too soon. <laughs> ask, Always. Ask Crystal. Uh, <laughs> Always. What a kill stealer. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> this beetle goes to bite. <laughs> <laughs> You still have mage. I don't. I don't oh, know. you don't? Okay. You don't, no. It's five, so I assume that misses. Yes. All right, so it snaps at you, and nothing seems to get through. Tammy, it is your turn. <laughs> Tammy is not super creative. She's going to use force <laughs> strike, and I'm going to use a pool for my uh, point for my arcanist pool, and I'm going to send a magic missile. <laughs> 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 And it's 1d4 plus 3 points of force damage. We should play darts someday. You're really good at this. (laughs) And it's 6. 6. And you send this magic magic missile, and it goes through the creature, and it immediately dissipates into small particulate as if it was never there. (gasps) So it didn't do any damage? It seemed to have done damage it just caused it to immediately disappear upon the damage being delivered oh. you heard like a crack of the carapace and then it was gone can we sense if it's still a threat it's your turn so you can go ahead how would you wish to sense for the beetle is that my action it would be if you want to like try to detect magic on it or something of that nature uh, uh yeah just gonna detect magic there is no magic coming from that space, but you do sense it still in the room. Errol, it is your turn. Errol is going to delay until he sees something come up. All right. Poe, it is your turn. Poe's going to holler, Anivia, there's something in here, just so you know. want to keep you informed. <laughs> And then he's just going to start running around until something pops up. Until <laughs> he runs into something. <laughs> you be- Jeez, come on. Poe, it is your turn. What? What? Oh, sorry, not Poe. Um, <laughs> Alu, it is your turn. He gets two turns? Um, so since I've been doing Detect Evil for, I assume, now two rounds, can I do it for a third round and pinpoint the source? You'd be just doing it again for the first round. Because, you. I mean, you've been trying to pinpoint the source. Yeah, let's say that you can't pinpoint the source. I'll say that you've been kind of trying to hold steady with everything slowing down a little. Mm-hmm. You sense evil coming from right there. Um, and as a free action, I'll say, over there in the corner. He's over there. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to move or anything? Oh, am I still able to, yeah, to move in? Oh, okay. Why is Poe way over there? So I'm going to take... Where's Poe at? <laughs> He's running well, around. he was running around it, and then he disappeared. <laughs> I don't know. I think you deleted him. I had a refresh because all of a sudden I couldn't click on him. He, be, be he became the very thing he swore not to become. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where um, Poe's. He's going to run right here. Okay, this so if that's Poe's the case, final running um, I'm going to take two, you know, two steps over uh, into the room, and I'm going to take a shot into that space. All right. Uh, that will be a 24 to hit. 24. Roll me concealment. That will be a 90. You shoot, and the arrow stops dead in midair. Roll damage. Ooh. First, I was like, oh, no, really? <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. 
Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Errol, you held your turn. You can take it now. Did it show up? It didn't show up, no. Yeah, I'm going to keep holding till I see something. Okay. Delay, delay, delay. All right, so you're going to delay. You just hear, son of a bitch, erupt from behind the arrow, and this scorching, white-hot ray shoots straight at Alu. Watch your language. (laughs) Doug's voice got really deep. Uh, That is is a 13 (laughs) against Touch AC. That does not hit. So this white hot fire shoots for you and it manages to just go over one of your shoulders, not hitting. This half orc appears in this bright red resplendent armor, holding this rancor in one hand, hand outstretched, appearing from sheer invisibility. It is now Errol's turn. Yeah, I'm gonna take my turn now. <laughs> you watch him before you move. He slams the rancor on the ground, and you watch as energy ripples from the rancor and then cascades over the top of his body, almost crystallizing. Oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> so, Errol is going to move 5, 10, 15 to this point, and he's going to take a swing. Saw a teeter on the edge there yeah. for a second. <laughs> uh, nine to hit. Nine to hit. Does not hit. Yep. It is Anivia's turn. What's going on in there? Should I should I come in? And she starts kind of yelling. As as an bath Is she is she alright? Is she a half orc by chance? <laughs> Aye, she is. And you look. This is clearly a male half orc. Tammy, it is your turn. I will communicate to Anivia and say like, there are some bad guys in here. We're we're gonna take care of it, hopefully. I don't know. Uh, and then I will expel the last point in my arcane pool to send a magic Dang. missile towards Bagorg. You don't know his name. Hey, I read it off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by uh, Rule Twenty. <laughs> Stupid Bagorg. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. So, though this crystalline kind of shimmering light surrounds him, your magic missile still goes through, slamming into his shoulder. Lillian, it is now your turn. All right, Lillian is going to summon her own fire beetle. Whoa! Whoa! Whoop, 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 whoop. Hang on. And it takes one round to summon. So. All right. Beetle fight. Battle <laughs> of the beetles. <laughs> Is this new beetle the one that Lillian summoned? You should be able to control it now, so you can. Okay, make... but there's not another beetle. Right? There, there is not. Not. A, Is not it? A... Is it reasonable to assume that this new orc figure was the beetle, or? You would assume he more than likely summoned it. With it, summoned with it, it. With it appearing okay. and then disappearing subsequently once being defeated, your assumption would be that it was also summoned. Because uh-huh. as you conjure okay. your own fire beetle, it appears in the exact same fashion as the one did previous. Okay, so I'm, I summon it right next to him. Okay, so we'll worry about that on your next turn. It is post-turn. Can you describe what a rancor is? Is that what he's holding? Rancor. So, rancor. so a rancor is basically a trident, except instead of having three even length prongs, the middle prong 
is longer with two kind of sub prongs coming off it. It's like a stylized spear. On the other end is also a spearhead. Do I? Does it appear that it could have like a ten foot reach by chance? Is it like a long spear or is it like a? You would say short that it could definitely. You would say that it could definitely uh, get to you from where you're standing. Cool. Anivia, since you shoot and stuff, I don't know. I'll just leave it up to you, boo, but you come shoot it. Also, mister, what's your name? <laughs> Is it the Gorg, by chance? <laughs> As you mean, <laughs> I rolled a natural one to attack. <laughs> <laughs> and first he gets to attack you. A uh, nice five-foot step. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> um, for now. Except for the natural one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, other one. than that. So go ahead and roll me... Uh, to confirm, please. Ha. Oh. Seven. Seven. So roll me a d10. Uh. What about flanking? <laughs> Nine. Included. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, that's odd. Oh, it tells me whether it's a... This is a nine. It's a nine. Yeah, that's what dice do. The Wild general. swing. <laughs> you hit something that isn't your intended target. Is it my foot? A uh, chair. So I'm going to say that <laughs> you trip coming at him. And you actually roll over the top of the table, landing next to Errol, and uh, roll to hit Errol. Yeah. (laughs) No. Technically, it's hitting him. Oh, guys, I got a 19 (laughs) with a short sword. That would be a critical. (laughs) So I did that wrong. You hit Errol no matter what. Okay, sweet. But you only roll the damage dice. No modifiers. Ooh, um, okay. So it's just one d6 for a short sword. You hit him straight up. Good news, you are That's not really flat-footed, so you're not gonna even. You're gonna see this coming. It's not even sneaky. One, one oh. point of damage. So he trips and he manages to like get you in the back. You're like, oh, <laughs> the hell! <laughs> just as clumsy and reckless as your friend. <laughs> We're friends for turn. a reason. Am I? How is how is he looking right now, health-wise? He's looking fine. He's looking fine and dandy, friendo. Okay. Am I able to... So you said he turned or had some sort of, like, crystalline, I don't know, barrier that he made when he came back or something mm-hmm. like that? Am I able to figure out what that might be made of? Uh, no. No? Okay. Not with the time that you're allotted. Okay. Well, uh, you, you could do a knowledge arcana for that. Right? I, don't, I don't have... I don't, I don't yeah. have that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, not the medium. I knew he did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, um, so I'm going to, in that case, five foot step, and from there, is it still partial? Uh, it's going to be partial cover from there, just because, as per the rules we just read, one of those lines is cut off by Poe. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to move over just one more step to right. make sure I've got a clear shot, and I'm going to point blank that guy. Nice. 18 on the die, um, so that's a 27. 27 hits. Five points of damage, and just for just to remind you, and I'm pretty sure you know this, cold iron arrows are being used. All right, thank you for the reminder. It's never not appreciated. It is now their turn. What they're going to do is they're going to move. They? Bagorg? <laughs> they? Uh-oh, wait. <laughs> Who's what? They? Vagorg's going to move. <laughs> so they're going to move 
Uh, ten feet incurring an attack of opportunity from Poe. So go ahead and swing. And the beetle. Right? And me. The and beetle Carol. hasn't appeared yet. The beetle appears at the end oh, of Lillian's next turn. Or the beginning of Lillian's next turn. Poe got a ten. Ten. So Poe, you miss. Still probably pretty off kilter from before. I rolled you, a 21. Oh, and from you. Shit. Uh, <laughs> 21 hits. Ooh, max damage, 12 points of damage. 12 oh. points of damage. Nice. You cleave into the side. He balls up his fist, and you watch as he releases another white-hot blast, this time aiming for Poe. That's going to be a 15 against your touch AC. Tie, oh, what? Not even a tie. He beat me. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Should have put some armor on my chest, eh? What's well, the point is it ignores armor. I know, but it touched me because... Right. His nipples are out. Exactly. <laughs> this is a relevant conversation. Uh, it does 18 points of fire damage, Whoa! so it slams into your chest, lighting you up. Oh. Skin dissolves, and you see his beating heart, and then he goes to die, and then he's like, you know what? No, I am talented, <laughs> and once per day, I can gain a number of temporary hit points equal to twice my rogue level, and I'm going to do that as an immediate act. <laughs> because I was brought to below zero hit points. So for one minute, but there's no negatives, right? What do you mean? So 18 would have put me at negative 10, but I can only gain eight. If You only if had eight can. hit points? Yeah. You should have healed. I don't have healing. We have, you should have we have, we have potions. He, he figured the way you were treating his best friend in the world that he wouldn't bother asking you for it. So... <laughs> um, you can take those temporary hit points as an immediate action, but I don't think you can do it as a reaction to being hit. Like, it's performed only when the rogue is brought to below zero. Yeah. Okay, hit so points. yeah, then you can you can swell up. So if you're still bo- brought to like negative, you're still unconscious. You're just less uh, below your threshold. So how many hit points do you get? Double your rogue level, so six. Uh-huh. So you're I'm at negative fourth four. level. Oh, no, we're third no, level. We're third Shit. Level. <laughs> <laughs> so I get 12 hit points. What? <laughs> um, so I've been playing this all wrong. <laughs> so he launches this white hot blast straight into your chest. You still fall to the ground unconscious. He stands there bleeding, and he just kind of hunched over, slams his ransor against the ground once more, emitting this crystalline barrier that surrounds him. He hunches both hands trying to steady himself, clearly worse for the wear. If you don't let me take her, I will strike you all dead. We just met, Tammy. You're unconscious. You're unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it's a force projection. You've been talking about Tammy? I don't think we he's don't talking about that. Tammy. I'm just assuming. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, fine, take the goblin, take the goblin. <laughs> we'll have, really we'll goblin. have to find out who oh. he means oh. next time oh, come on. Oh. on the Final Crusade. Why does everyone have a, a goblin fetish in this town? <laughs> I don't right. understand. Hey, don't be like this. <laughs> I meant like for a kidnap and murder, not like in a weird way. <laughs> Is that still uh, weird? Is that still weird? Wink, wink.
Four Corners Games podcast is property of Four Corners Games, Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape, because epic games need epic sound. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo, Inc., which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo, Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo, Inc. and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. <laughs>